Okay, so that was our main feature piss. Piss! <laughs> the main feature piss. There we go, there's our cold open for deleted scenes. <laughs> Think of um, uh, uh, the beanstalk. Well, I think. Wait, hang on. Do you mean when you say the beanstalk? The you, beanstalk. Are we talking about the beanstalk of Jack and giant fame, or are we talking about like the government department? Capital B, capital E, capital A, capital N stalk. What beans talk? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> beans talk. It's the uh, it's the government's department for uh, combating extremism within their combating extremism uh, department. Oh, so it's people who like here we are going out combating extremism, but some of us are turning. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I see. Uh, sort of a, a, a police within the police internal investigations. Beans talk like a uh, like an undercover narcotics uh, agent who finds then, dirty cops yeah well, well no who who goes and find who goes and gets onto drugs and becomes a drug addict, drug addict whereas other cops would be looking for those kinds of cops exactly. right yeah, yeah i get you yeah so beans talk beans talk, beans talk. Beans talk. <laughs> uh, is is is, is, beans is talk. the other cops yeah. yeah who are who are looking for that kind of the cop. meta cops yeah, yeah. The, the meta cops, cops. for the cops <laughs> the cops looking for the cops looking for the criminals. <laughs> Meta cops. <laughs> they, they keep turning up to protests to see to see if they'll have uh, their their rights abused. Beans talk. Uh, Extinction Beans Rebellion talk. is actually entirely government funded. Police checking on whether the police will handle protests. <laughs> it's a test of, yeah. your, of, the, of the emergency systems. <clears throat> I've seen so many people on my on my like uh, usually from uh, friends from like school, not even friends, people I know from school, yeah. posting like that video of some extinction Re- rebellion people like kissing a melon or whatever it was, like <laughs> kissing um... a. Right, again, like every time we're talking politics. What's wrong, Tom? There's some terminology I just... Uh, right, I, I so don't want to explain I, to me. I, I don't care. Look, I know you've got an opinion. I can, I, can, I can help you out here, Tom. A melon is red on the inside and green on the outside. Uh, okay, okay, right, right, right. But in my head, I'm just like, why the fuck are they kissing a melon? So it's it, it's, I, it's, I just... it's people who are left-wing but, but green. So it's red on the inside. But mel- so when they're kissing a melon, they're kissing socialism. <laughs> so Ash just made that up. <laughs> Um, Pretty good though, right? Yeah. You're Banksy. <laughs> <laughs> it's you. <laughs> so, so you know, they were literally kissing a melon and like sort of dancing around and being like, "Woo, we must save Earth!" Um, at one of these protests, and like yeah. to be honest, I'm all about it. This is it, it's right? Aesthetic. So many people on my timeline have posted like, oh, "Ridiculous, get a job." This is a ridiculous protest. What's the point? It's just people messing about in the street. Yeah. Like, who are they hurting? Loyal. Get yeah. back to work. You're not allowed a day off. You could have used it to kiss melons. <laughs> you're only allowed it if you're going down the pub, having three pints, and then trying to get off with Margaret. 
the busty landlady. <laughs> that, that's the new UKIP billboard. Kiss Margaret, not melons. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she's 52, but she wears it well. Kiss Margaret, she's also got melons. <laughs> and by melons, <laughs> big breasts. And by melons, she mean, we mean she's eco-conscious on the outside, but really she's a socialist. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're getting way, way off topic. <laughs> Nigel Farage's face superimposed over a picture of somebody kissing a melon, and he's looking kind of, like, disappointed. Oh, just... <laughs> and the Statue of Liberty is weeping in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Big Ben's on fire. <laughs> My favourite grim fairy tale is is the one where a, a couple give birth to a hedgehog boy, um, and then uh, he hides behind their stove, and then tells his dad, "Listen, if I can have your your rooster, your best rooster, I'll get out of your life forever." And his dad's like, "Yeah, all right, that's all." probably best for everyone Reasonable um, and then uh, uh, and then he goes and then he tricks two women into marrying him I think this is, a, this is the story <laughs> wait wait the boy or the rooster <laughs> the boy uh, like, the hedgehog boy I was, like, I was really rooting for the rooster there yeah like that that is <laughs> like the hardest part of that is done in a sentence. Yeah. That's difficult to pass. That yeah, story. yeah, I don't know. I think the the, the birth of a hedgehog child it, might be pretty hard. I mean, yeah, but it's it, that's also done in a sentence. The yeah. the the, the, in, <laughs> that's, the that's weird for you. <laughs> yeah, the, the weird part of it, the weird part that could easily be done, the the hedgehog boy like hiding yeah. for a bit yeah. is gone in, gone into in great detail yeah yeah, yeah. and then he just the marries tricks two women to marry him like <laughs> yeah. sure. alright I feel I, like that's 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 grim for you yeah. <laughs> I, I think the magic to these things right is like getting your audience to buy into something completely off the fucking wall mm. right at the start because the, the people are the most forgiving yeah. in the first ten minutes like mm, you do yeah. whatever you want in the first ten minutes of a movie yeah. as long as the rest of the movie is good they'll be like fine so you just you establish whatever the hell you want and then they can't complain because yeah. well, you've already accepted you've the hedgehog precedent. boy yeah. which means yeah. he can't trade a rooster <laughs> <laughs> for, a, for a marriage yeah just, you're still in the theatre after you saw a hedgehog boy yeah. so sit down yeah. and watch yeah I think it's I think this story is called Hans the... something hedgehog is this what the Sonic movie is going to be about <laughs> yeah Hans Jesus. the hedgehog yeah so Hans the hedgehog good lord gotta go fast alright so in Hans my hedgehog the story is called Hand My Hedgehog. Good yeah. Lord. Um, let's see. Let's get a little synopsis. A wealthy but childless merchant wishes he had a child, even a hedgehog. <laughs> Which is a very specific <laughs> caveat. Um, even a hedgehog. He comes home to find that his wife has given birth to a baby boy that is a hedgehog from the waist up. They How then, does that work? They that's, name, that's a lot of legs. They then name him Hands My Hedgehog. Um... <laughs> After eight years, Hans leaves his family riding a shod, uh, riding a shod cockerel to, to seek his fortune. What's a shod cockerel? That means a cockerel with shoes on. Um, <laughs> he goes off into the woods and watches over his donkeys and pigs. Okay, thanks, story. Uh, <laughs> a few years later, a lost king stumbles upon Hans after hearing him play beautifully on the bagpipes. <laughs> How much lung capacity does a hedgehog have? Hans makes a deal with the king. He will show him the way home if the king promises to sign over whatever comes first to meet him upon his return. 
However, the king thinks Hans is illiterate and decides to trick him by writing an order that Hans could receive, uh, should receive nothing. When they arrive at the kingdom, the king's daughter runs to greet him. The king tells her about the deal Hans has tried to make and how he has tricked him. Unconcerned by the betrayal, Hans continues to tend to his animals in the forest. That's, I guess, the, the first part of that, that uh, story. Whoa. A second lost out. king stumbles upon Hans. Fuck, the kings are getting lost left, right and centre in this There's forest. a lot of kings mm. back then. This is before Germany was unified. Yeah. <laughs> Just a ton of kings. Yeah. Upon was, it, the population was mainly kings. Yeah, nation states. <laughs> this one agrees to Hans' deal as well. Uh, upon his return, the second king's only daughter rushes out to greet him and in doing so becomes the property of Hans. For the sake of her father, the princess happily agrees to Hans' deal. In time, Han, my, Hans, my hedgehog, goes to claim his promises. The first king attempt, attempts to withhold his daughter, but Hans forces her, him to give her up. Hans then makes her take off her clothes, pierces her all over, her all over with his prickles, and sends her back to the kingdom in disgrace. The second king agrees to the marriage. The princess holds herself bound by her promise, and, and Hans, my hedgehog, marries her. On their wedding night, he tells the prince to build a fire and post guards at his door. Hans takes off his hedgehog skin, and quickly the guards throw it in the fire. Hans appears black as if he had been burned. After physicians clean him, he is shown to be a handsome young gentleman. After several years, Hans returns home to collect his father, and they live together in the kingdom. I I think my favourite bit there is when the, the daughter gets pierced and goes back and to me that sounds like she had a sort of a phase where she went very emo yeah she came back like a septum piercing like, like, if, you, if you're telling this story right if you're telling the story of hans my hedgehog mm. for a modern audience mm. you don't have hans uh forcing the king to give up his daughter you yeah. have the king running away mm -hmm. to the daughter right uh, to, to, to go and live with hans yeah uh, and um she gets pierced Hans by his prickles, but yeah, Hans is a tattoo artist and, and, and pierces her uh, and uh, gives her piercings and also tattoos her up. Yep. And she goes back to the kingdom in disgrace, yep. aka a badass. Yep. Um, and uh, and then the second one is like, oh, I actually like Hans the Hedgehog, and then um, or like you know this. I, I want to marry Hans yeah, the Hedgehog. She said, I don't want any piercings. And Hans goes, that's fine, I respect you. <laughs> and, and then they get married. And then Hans <laughs> dives into a fire and burns off his hedgehog clothing. Burns off his, his hedgehog skin. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. At, at Disney Studios, we had to make a whole new technology to put in the uh, the hedgehog spines into uh, into hands uh it's something we learned from the uh, the icicles in frozen uh we just basically use that technology and put it onto his back and as you can see on the screen right now each one of these spines is individually crafted to move as hands moves and spot and 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 pierce scarlett johansson's body <laughs> We actually wait, had... wait, wait, wait. In my head, I was like, this is a Frozen-style movie. Why is Scarlett Johansson She's walking around in it? play, Tom, and I quote, any person, thing, tree that she wants. All right? That's including... In a, that's in a contract with Hollywood. Including being fucking rotoscoped on or, or green-screened onto a, a Frozen-style movie. The, the first princess was trans and black, so Scarlett Johansson was... <laughs> she was like, I'm of, doing this. Top yeah. of the list. It's like, get me that job. But Scarlett, just do it! <laughs> Scarlett, it's animated. Get, 
<laughs> Don't make me say this Just again. It's excuses at this point. <laughs> Don't make me say it again. I will be that trans black CG princess. Wow. Okay. So, shall we record a podcast? <laughs> yeah. God. The, the terror. The terrible reign of Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> yeah. It's a fairy tale in itself, really, isn't it? It is. Um... <laughs> Ash Rouse here to help us. All right, how's it going? <laughs> How are you doing? Uh, you know, got a got a weight on my mind. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, sort of. Is it that you were shot in the ass and afraid? <laughs> no, no. It, it it doesn't weigh that much. It's more of a, a large size. It's it's like a metre by maybe like <laughs> three quarters of a metre by three quarters. It's red. It's, it, is this... <laughs> it's got something... Is this referring to that present no, no. you've got for me? No, no, no. no. Oh, Although that would be absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Um, uh, no, it's the mini fridge. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I was just like... Cause Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, being friends with Ashraf is a temporary, no, not a temporary, a, a constant, a constant Halloween. Because <laughs> I got a text from you. Yeah, Ash is pretty spooky. Yeah, I got a text from you the other day saying, I apologise in advance. <laughs> yeah. We, you hadn't texted me for a good few weeks. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't anything to do with the conversation we were having before. It no. was, I apologise in advance. And I just replied with, what for? And like, You'll see. <laughs> see, me and Ash are constantly talking. We're, 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 uh, we're always yeah. pinging messages back and forth. Yeah. I can't imagine the sinking worry <laughs> in your stomach when three weeks later, after you last messaged Ash, yeah. uh, <laughs> you get, I'm sorry in advance. Yeah. I'm sorry I in really advance. I really am as well. Like, <laughs> like I, there's not many projects I've done <laughs> where I felt the guilt quite so strongly and quite so quickly because um, it will it will arrive over the course of I think two to three well, weeks. Well, yeah, this is this yeah. is what you've what you've texted me because I would like to apologise in advance, and then I just went four question mark, and you went, like, oh, you'll see, and then the next day. <laughs> texted me it will begin to be delivered sometime this coming week i expect it to take two to three weeks to be delivered entirely it's just gonna be a pump full of jelly i hope you appreciate that it took some four hours work on my part definitely my magnum opus of tom gift <laughs> now so Here's the thing. Yeah. You told me a little while ago that you were thinking about leaving your job. Yeah. And that's been weighing heavily on my mind. Yeah. And I just thought... <laughs> Ash has bought you a, a new job. <laughs> what? It'll take two to three weeks. <laughs> I thought, I thought you know, Tom's Tom clearly at a crossroads in his life. Yeah. So what can I do to, to alleviate that? Oh, so I spent and like here's the thing the thing I got you first of all it didn't cost me a penny oh that's good then it's completely free of charge okay what it did take was a significant amount of effort on my part to organise the delivery of this thing right and it will get 
like this you'll, is, this you'll, is haunting. You'll, you'll understand what's happening <laughs> about a week in, <laughs> probably about two days in. Yeah, but then you'll have to wait for the rest of it to be delivered before you've got it in its entirety, and I think that will be excruciating. Ash, we're going to have space to put this thing in our house. Um, here's the thing: I will not be offended if you throw it away immediately, but it will probably fill your bin. If you do. Is it a hot air balloon? It, it's not... <laughs> it's not not a hot air balloon. <laughs> here's the thing, here's the thing. I mean, we could 20 questions this, <laughs> but I really don't think, like, Jenny knows what it is. We'll does keep it... you updated on what, what uh, listeners, we'll keep you updated in the deleted Does it have here. anything to do with the podcast me and Matt were on a few weeks ago? No, I've not listened to that yet. Thank actually. God. <laughs> um, because I, I was about to say, I think I knew what it was. No, it's a house captain's badge. <laughs> it's a house captain's badge. Oh, yeah, yeah. That too. Uh, <laughs> along with the thing that oh, I wanted. <laughs> <sex screen. laughs> okay. It's, it's yeah, it's going to... Jenny said, because Jenny now knows what it is, and I've yeah. sworn it to secrecy. Um, she said that if... It had been from anyone except for me. Yeah, she'd have smacked them. <laughs> this this does not help. With like, I'm like, just like, what is this thing? It didn't it's... cost you anything. It's taking two to three weeks to be delivered. <laughs> How can you get free delivery on something that doesn't cost anything? It's, it's a used. Um, it's a used sex swing. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's the only thing I can think it's of. Lightly it, used. It, it took <laughs> so much work. Uh, also, I had to memorise your birthday. What? 28th of July. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, it's like when you're playing Guess Who and <laughs> suddenly the person goes, oh yeah, my person's got purple skin. Like, Wait, it's not, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Are we playing the same game? Yeah, in order to have it delivered, I had to input your birthday, I think, 96 times. <laughs> 96 times. Yeah, I'm never going to forget your birthday my entire life. It is... Emble- I'll tell you what, I know roughly when Patrick's birthday is, within like a three-day range. <laughs> Patrick, your fiancé. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> you know, but you I know yours. You know mine. Right, right, right. Okay. I have a theory. Yeah. Okay. A company has done a promotion mm-hmm. that will give you mm. one of something free. Yeah. And the four hours work was inputting forms... With various different, there's no reference to the name. I'm gonna yeah. guess or email. So there'll be. I reckon there's probably about 300 different Ash Routh emails out there, assigned to a Tom McGrath at, <laughs> at this address. Address yeah. um, with your birthday. That's where I. That's so, about where so I am. You're not. You're not. It's not that. Okay. But there's a few things on which you are correct. One, I did have to fill out forms. Yeah. Um. A lot of very similar forms over and over again. And I didn't actually use multiple email addresses. I used one email address. But that email address is now completely ruined. Like. Oh, so is it multiple companies? Yes. Have you you signed us up to terrible, terrible postage mailing lists? No, no, no. Um, Every single company is only going to send one thing once. And they're all sending the same thing. But it's their own... 
interpretation of the same thing. But they're only going to send one thing once, and there's going to be no follow-up mail from any of them. But I've got so many emails now. Tom's <laughs> <laughs> clutching his head in disbelief. You um, could probably build a throne out of what I've ordered you. And it's not stuff that's meant to be built into a throne, but like... <laughs> <laughs> But it's, it's like, like, like brimming with opportunity. Like you will not be worried about the job situation. Oh no! I think I know what it is. <laughs> I'm not going to say it, but I think I know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Heck. Ah <laughs> oh, heck. <laughs> That's brilliant. What do you think it is, Matt? Uh, I think it's. Um, I think it's samples of business cards. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh boy I I kind of hope you're right <laughs> but also I'm just sort of like hmm. I, what was interesting was there are a lot of titles a person can have in front of their name like you got your obvious Mr. Mrs. Miss yeah. Mux but then like you can really get out there I think this reverend, professor, yeah. doctor, the right honourable. Admiral. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, sergeant, I think, is on there. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of titles. Is it business cards? It's not business cards. It's, it's It's, it's each, in the same e- ballpark. Each individual item yeah. is a lot more substantial than a packet of business cards. Oh. A lot more substantial. <laughs> All right, but I'm on the right track. You're I not reckon. far off. You're feeling around the right kind of area. So office supplies. <laughs> <laughs> Just <It's> something. God. <laughs> uh, if you I... if you know what this is, listeners, uh, if you've Tweeters, sort of figured it out, emailers, yeah, uh, podcast at gmail dot com, yeah, uh, whatever you want to do to get in touch you know, with us. It... Whatever happens, it'll be a very educational experience for all of us, I think. We'll we'll probably know if um uh we'll probably know if you're right by the time that you get mm. this to us because it'll yeah. be what next uh uh next no, next Monday. Yeah. I um, reckon by Wednesday you'll have had the big the beginning of it. So <laughs> I'm willing to say the big that, beginning. that barring massive shipping costs and stuff, yeah. um I will we will send you one of these things if you get it right before, oh, that's good. Uh, yeah. like before we announce that's it on a, the show. That's a good show. I'm, I'm going to throw it out there. You might actually want to send one to anyone who even guesses. Because you're going to have a lot of them. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, oh I'm, my I'm, god, it's so ominous. I'm willing, I'm willing to do that. I think one of them comes with a free pair of 3D glasses, but that's not the thing. What? <laughs> <laughs> Just, I've run out of things to hurl across the room. Um, it... Yeah, it's um, it's really bad for the environment as well. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> really bad. Wow. So they're plastic. Like your carbon footprint is unrecyclable pr- plastic, <laughs> for sure. It's oh, it comes with three D glasses. <laughs> well, I think one of them that's done. such a random thing. There might be some free. I've also like there's follow ups, so there might be some additional like. Do you like t shirts? Yeah. There might be some t shirts from these companies as well. Some of them are in Sweden, which so that's the the longest. I I have no idea if 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 anyone listening knows, 
Please get in touch. Of, like you'll you'll probably have to get like a like a drawing pin string board up on your wall for, <laughs> yeah. to, to get. This. I, I think I think I've I've laced a lot of clues in what I've said here because not only yeah. what I've said to you explicitly, but I've also put a lot of. Oh, somebody's moving their bins around. Yeah, <laughs> see that or thunder. I I put a lot of um very subtle clues into what I've said as well. Mm. So like, okay. if people want to rewind and really Da Vinci code this shit, yeah. <laughs> you can do it. It's... If you want to put in the effort yeah. to, oh. to get to get one of these free mystery things. Well, we'll we're going to keep you posted here on the uh, on the deleted scenes podcast. So yeah. we'll, uh, we'll we'll just tune in next week for sure. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, so from Max Revels, we've got The Brothers Pretty Fucking Grim. All right. All right. So, we've already had um, The Brothers Grim, right? Mm -hmm. That's a a movie that exists. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what happens in it. With Matt Damon. Yeah, and and someone else. Ben Affleck. Yeah, maybe. So, basically, what happens in that film, I... It's not a good film, but I no. enjoyed it enough. Yeah. Um, the monsters in the Grim Fairy Tales are real, mm-hmm. but in a kind of like, oh, they're not like the happy. The gingerbread man is actually like a, a terrifying blob that crawls out of a well. Sure. And okay. like, um, there's all these kind of like, oh, banshee, and yeah. uh, but the, the idea is that they're con men, sure. right? They're they're making up tales to foil to write these stories about themselves. Um, uh, and like to to get people to pay them to get rid of the thing, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like the Pied Piper. Say like if the Pied Piper um, uh, poured a bunch of rats into Hamlin, and then uh, and sure. then and then like they the, they were like, oh, we need someone to get rid of these rats, and he's like, I can do it. I'm all about getting rid of rats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, so these uh, that's that's the, the 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 story of the Brothers Grimm. Yeah. The Brothers pretty fucking grim. Because <laughs> um. <laughs> mm. you've just mentioned the uh, the Pied Piper, yeah. sort of sort of turning up and going, I can get rid of the rats. Uh, you to pay me, kind yeah. of thing. What if in this situation the Brothers Grimm were also the problem with the solution? <laughs> well, so the... big farmer. <laughs> so oh, well, I'm, I'm I'm thinking maybe like they start telling stories. So they start telling stories in order to try and get laid. Because sure. the brother's pretty fucking We've all been there. Yeah. Right? They're trying to fuck pretty things. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. It's a, it's a college It's like comedy. the wedding crashes. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm all about it. Like, so it's it's Owen Wilson and, exactly and like uh, Vince era. Vaughn. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is about Vince Vaughn that unsettles me. Yeah. Uh, it's like Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. But Vince Vaughn is more of, he's got more of a jock aura. Big off. Yeah. He's like he's like a uh he looks like he was a jock and now he's old enough to be a jock's dad, but he hasn't aged properly and he's too successful. Like he's yeah. supposed to be jaded and smoking and mm-hmm. working in a garage on a sports car that'll never run. Mm. But instead His prime never finished. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Endless, um, the endless peak. Vince Vaughn looks to me like he would um if I was dating his daughter, he would meet me at the front door with a shotgun. <laughs> 
just in hand. Yeah, yeah. Just sort of leant up against him, saying, "Oh, I was just shooting some uh, rabbits out back," See, but it wasn't like it. What well, he wasn't. Don't worry, it's not loaded. I think. Like, it, I think it would be more like he'd be the creepy, overly supportive father. Like he'd slip me a condom or something. Oh, sort of. I go the other way. With that he's already yeah. pierced. <laughs> <laughs> the creepy, overly supportive yeah. father the, that the, you cannot the, trust. The, the condom pinned to a corkboard that yeah. says "Be careful." Yeah. You know, but, yeah. yeah, but like, but like with about six pins in the middle. Yeah. I don't like this picture of Vince Vaughn. He can't be in my movie anymore. <laughs> uh, it's Owen Wilson and, and Luke um, Wilson. Uh, I'm going to say his actual brother, Shia LaBeouf. Sure, Shia yeah, LaBeouf and 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 Owen Wilson. Okay, I don't know if Shia LaBeouf has great comedy chops, but you know we can. Yeah, yeah I bet. He, um, he did an entire comedy series. Did he? Yeah, even Stevens. God, yeah. All right. I keep thinking that was Frankie Muniz, and then I keep thinking that Shia LaBeouf can't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet if you asked Shia LaBeouf if he could remember even Stevens, I don't think he could give you a straight answer. Well, no, you, 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 Shia Booth watched Even Stevens on on the cinema screen. That's why. Yeah. Well, oh, that's why he did that entire thing, was to try and remember <laughs> Even Stevens. I want Shia Booth and Frankie Muniz to get together and do something weird. Possibly yeah. trade lives. <laughs> Freaky Friday. Yeah. What, what, so Shia LaBeouf is now is now soliciting Lizzo and asking to be yep. uh, asking yeah. to be uh, her accessory. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> like you wouldn't blink, you would not. Yeah. You'd be like, yep, that scans. I'm to be honest, I I'm I, I stand for Frankie Muniz. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Trying to get, trying to become Lizzo's accessory, like 100%. Lizzo's handbag. <laughs> I'm only upset that he thought of it first. Yeah, like <laughs> what? 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 Did you not know this? Did you miss this? Yeah. Um. So Frankie Muniz tweeted Lizzo, the the uh, recording artist Lizzo. Okay. Um. Uh. Saying, and I can't remember what it said exactly, but it was like, um, can I just carry your stuff? It's like, let me be your accessory like a handbag. That's really quite weird, isn't it? That, <laughs> quite that's, that's like um, the Jim Carrey, Emma Stone thing that happened. I think it was Emma Stone. I think it was Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, Emma Stone. I don't know. Um, where, where he was just like, I fucking... Like, it was, it was meant to be a joke. Yeah. But it was also really fucking creepy. <laughs> it's... Hey Lizzo, let me be your accessory. I can be a purse. Put a chain around me, and I'll hold your stuff for you. Just saying. I mean, he he may have just been writing lyrics. He's got for a blue tick on his Twitter account. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, I mean, uh, who am I? Oh, and uh... <laughs> put put a chain around me is unequivocally like a king yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and who could forget Moby and Natalie Portman? Well, yes. Yeah, like, but I, I, wait, I, what? <laughs> Moby, Moby, famous biography. <laughs> What? In his autobiography, Moby claimed to have been in a relationship with Natalie Portman, and Natalie Portman was like, "No, no, I wasn't." <laughs> it never happened. <laughs> what? Yeah. And then Moby posted on his Instagram like a picture of him, <laughs> an old man, topless, yeah. with his arm around Natalie Portman, a young woman, um, <laughs> with her clearly looking awkward. That's the best. Yeah, I know, right? It's it's the weirdest <laughs> fucking story. And he posted that in order to refute her claims <laughs> that they hadn't been in a relationship. Fucking hell, Moby. What yeah, are you no. doing? Oh, it's, man. It's such a creepy prick. <laughs> Jesus. 
But anyway, back to the Brothers Grimm. The Brothers, that was pretty fucking grim. That was pretty fucking grim for a whole <laughs> hotel of pretty fucking grim Hollywood right there. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're they're trying to get their end away. Basically, that's the, that's the uh, that's the, the long gist. short of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're telling all these stories, these tall tales, mm. in order to try like and 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 make them. I don't know. It, it feels oh. like you what you. The, the, it, I'm just straying into Brothers Grimm territory here. That's... So, so I haven't seen Brothers Grimm. Yeah. So tell me if this doesn't make sense. But it's the Brothers Grimm, Owen Wilson, and did I say Frankie Muniz? Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Uh, Although that... Frankie Muniz, I'd be down for as well. Mm. Yeah, we'll get him in there. We'll him in there. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it shouldn't be Owen Wilson. It should just be Frankie Muniz and uh, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah, it's a good fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. They're at a campfire. Yeah. yeah. And there's a bunch of people at the campfire. They're, they're all, they're not teenagers, but they're in their 20s. They're out in the forest. Yeah. They're all telling scary stories. Yeah. Except these two are actually the Brothers Grimm. Yeah. And, um. It's, is it modern day? It's, it, like, it, it's, well, it, it's kind 50s, of. 60s. It's implied modern day, but all you're seeing is tents and stuff. So, like, yeah. you, you can kind of, like, I, put what you want on I that. I quite like we said it in sort of Happy Days, American like Graffiti, that. Americana kind yeah, of. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like um, and they're telling stories, and every time they tell, tell a story, like, we see that story that gets yeah. told, like, scary stories yeah. movie recently. Yes. Um, um, scary how, yeah. scary books for hungry teens. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> how to tell stories and but, horrify people. In, <laughs> Get away with it. With, with in, it. In, in each of these stories... Um, they're writing themselves into the story, or at least we're seeing them playing roles in this story yeah. as we see them unfold. And it's, also... and it's, and it's directed, it's shot very mm. much like a, almost like a 60s teen like mm-hmm. slasher movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like the the, the, the werewolf man in the forest and stuff, yeah. like when they go out to, to, to Lover's and Lane or whatever. All the other teenagers or whatever, all, all the people around this campfire are also the characters in the story. So it's the same, it's different stories being told, with all these people that are sat around the campfire, like bedazzled. Being, yeah, but exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and and every time, every time they tell the story, um, they're they're telling a legitimately scary story. Yeah. And in each time, there's a killer or a werewolf or something. And each time, the killer or the werewolf is like the other brother. Yeah. Like, okay. All right. They're yeah. each t- ah. t- they're each painting each other as villains. Yeah. And also, they're trying in the story to create romance between themselves and one of the other characters. Right, okay. So like every maybe, maybe every single... one ca- well, maybe one central character. Yeah. Maybe uh maybe it's uh oh, like a competition. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, uh, let's let's say it's they're they're really trying to impress um uh <laughs> I nearly said Danny DeVito because that's my <laughs> that's my reflex. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um it's it's our it's our mission statement, isn't it, for the podcast. <laughs> We're really trying to impress Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, Imagine going to a bank right. one alone. We need somebody in the same age range as Oh, who plays maybe in um Oh uh Ilya Shokat. How about that? Ilya Ilya Shokat? Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, from Rush Development. How about her? Yeah. She's the right age group. Yeah. Sure, I don't know who that is, but go yeah. for it. Uh she played uh, Hamilton in Drunk History. Yeah. Not seen it. Oh, it's good. It's great. She's good. Uh, He's really good. They're both trying to impress her. So every time they tell a story, the other brother is the villain or the monster. Mm. And each time they're telling the story in such a way that they are themselves getting closer and closer to her. Right. And then every single time they get close, the monster comes and fucking disturbs it as the other brother starts taking over the exactly, narrative. Exactly, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, so they're uh, both cock-blocking each other. Yes. Through li- 
literature. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so we have a second act now, which yeah. is first act is them arriving and realizing that they are uh, they both fancy this um, mm-hmm. uh, Elia Shawkat. Um, uh, then the second act is these um, that it getting competitive, mm. right? We third need her act to take to, control. Yeah, third yeah. act has to break that. Uh, she that cycle. she takes control of the narrative. Okay, and it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, um, you're both the fucking gingerbread man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, you're oh, both the oh, villains oh. now, and you're both in love with She's each other. hands my hedgehog. <laughs> she <laughs> yeah. she pierces them both. <laughs> I, I I think I think talks them into getting a tattoo. I, th- I think. <laughs> I think what they she tells the story of Hans my hedgehog, in which one person is born like uh, <laughs> hedgehog. Yeah, but but like she she makes it like all prickly and stuff, right? Yeah. Because she's very much a, a manic pixie dream girl, like mm. unattainable yeah. sort of uh, thing, right? She tells her story about like not wanting to get close to anyone because that's a, that's a hedgehog, right? Yeah. Um, she kills into a, into a ball anytime t- someone gets too close, and then um, she uh, she says like, oh. Um, there's a big reveal yeah. where she she reveals that she tricked both their pair like tricked their parents into sending them out here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and she she's the evil. She's one. the real villain. Yeah. And she's fucking uh, right. Killing them both. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I I I want her to seize agency over these two people that were just like <laughs> in a traditional kind of nineties nineties movie. Yeah. Trying to like oh, compete over the woman, and she just immediately takes over and fucking eats their heads. Yeah, yeah. I think what well, eats their heads literally. <laughs> Possibly yeah. not literally. Possibly literally. I'll leave that to you. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Yeah, um, just kills them. Yeah, just like fuck you. You're both yeah. garbage. It's pretty fucking grim. Yeah, and, and, and so we're oh, actually yeah. like rooting for the villain. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. like, they've been so skeevy all the yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> like the, the people that are presented to us as traditionally like yeah the mm. people we should support. And that's why we said it in the '60s mm-hmm. because it's American Graffiti oh, time yes. when yeah. like that. Like if you watch American Graffiti and Tom, you showed me American Graffiti a few months back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the sh- I really enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I yeah. really really enjoyed the movie. And the thing is, it doesn't hold back on... It's it's very nostalgic. Yeah. yeah. But it's also like, you know, these people have problems and, mm. and society has problems. None of this... It doesn't explicitly address any of it, yeah. but it's there. Mm. Um, but, like, it, it it's still a little bit... Like, you, you get the feeling that, like, these mm-hmm. relationships are one-sided. Mm. And that's why we said it in, the, in, in like, back then, in the yeah. 50s, 60s, when those are those uh, outlines for uh, dating are so uh, yeah. kind of like are so rigid. Uh, well, I, this is this is where I think because I was I was originally going to go with like halfway through this I was like maybe they just team up and tell a story in which they're both the good guy and they have another brother who plays a zombie cowboy. <laughs> Jesus fuck. But but we should play by Owen Wilson who then arrives at like make out point tries to kill him and it's all just a ruse so that they can both get with uh, Ilya Shawkat but yeah. like I that, mean, now I, I'm thinking yeah. now I'm thinking just to go with like a weird kind of folklore make Owen Wilson uh, their dad like uh, Owen Wilson is um, is Ilya Shawkat's dad oh yeah who then drives up in a convertible just like oh yeah uh, you, you had your fill of this town Move on to the next one. They, yes. drive, they drive off down the highway yes. <laughs> into the sunset. Yeah, and then, and then the, you just see what's left of the campfire burning out. <laughs> just fucking bodies littered around it, yeah, yeah. and you're cheering because yeah. they're all terrible. Yeah. Yeah. 
great. And uh, got... and Runaway, I can't remember who it's by, but it's uh, it's like a fifties. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Rodriguez would be great for that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Uh, I uh, think we should just called? call it Pretty Grim. Yeah. Pretty Grim. Yeah. With two M's. Yeah. It's yeah. very from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's that's another one where I'm just like, could, could we do could that. make that? Yeah. We could easily make that. Although no, actually we couldn't. We can make the, the we can make the campsite things. Yeah. The yeah. rest would be kind of difficult. Yeah. Oh no, I, I mean like we could write it. Yeah. And then yeah. pitch it to to someone who <laughs> makes movies. For yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Disney, if you're listening, what, why did you go with the Maleficent angle? <laughs> Idiots. <Why did> you... <laughs> yeah. Right, because I like going back to this. I went for a job interview uh, the other day, and I had to sort of fill in like a whole thing for like social media and yeah, stuff like that. To put your birthday in it, and... won't be a problem yeah. for long. <laughs> yeah, and uh, oh yeah, no, um, and yeah, I was thinking like if. If I had to, if, if I wanted to apply for a job at Disney or like any corporation mm. that we have yep. smashed, that <laughs> we smeared, yeah, 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 <laughs> like they could go through this and just sack me if they found something like that. Of course, but like, They're who not. would? Who's listening? Who's listening to this <laughs> podcast, Tom? I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate like a couple of people. Yeah, yeah. Came when I don't we think went a to... HR agent is going to come and sit and <laughs> no. systematically. Yeah, uh, I, I appreciate... mean Disney might. <laughs> like... I appreciate that some people listened when we went on Question Box for a bit. Yeah. On what I can only assume was a scheduling fluke. Yeah. We were allowed <laughs> onto the Question yeah, Box. Yeah, yeah. Um, and <laughs> thank you for having us on, Brent and Kate. Like, and, and a couple of people said they liked like their episode of that. Yeah. I, I don't believe. They listen. They're, they're listening to this. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've got quite a few few new followers out of it. I don't believe Tom. They're listening to this. <laughs> the deleted scenes sass come from? podcast. I don't believe. <laughs> Regardless of the statistics, I don't believe yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So because it's, it's been something I've been quite sort of thinking about. Like if I if I go for a job at like the Disney store or something like that. Yeah. Because when I go for interviews, I talk about the podcast. Just like this is something I've been doing for five years sure. almost. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot of hard work and commitment and just like yeah, I, I don't think anyone has actually listened off the back of an interview. So Tom, my employers, yeah, who were like. Great, that's a really cool idea. Hired me, all that stuff. Yeah. Listened to one episode. Yeah, yeah. And then never listened again. Yeah, that's so. fair. The amount, the amount of times we've slammed Disney though. On, on another <laughs> they could listen to any given episode. <laughs> I mean, slammed is it? I mean, I call them idiots. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but... you have a real problem if you try and work for Weetabix. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Fuck. Or Aldi. 
we keep advertising we discuss. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, that's what headhunters do, right? They yeah. go like, "You've been working re- really well for our competitor. Come over here to the Weetabix yeah. boat." <laughs> Weetabix husk. <laughs> come on, come and come and work in Weetabix castle. Uh, whoever they are on the Patreon should like if if they don't work for Weetabix husk marketing, they should. They should try. <laughs> should go for that job, right? So what makes you good for this job? Well, I've been uh, covertly <laughs> advertising your company on a, a no, lesser on a, known podcast. Yeah, a very little known podcast. Or a marketing pitch. Have you ever considered that maybe <laughs> your brand could stand to feel a little more eldritch? <laughs> <laughs> It's not much of a, a narrative in your adverts. <laughs> not like an ongoing one. Yeah, people... Certainly not one that people have to do a lot of work to pick up on. <laughs> the the wheat biscuit thing on our patron is like our equivalent to, or the wheat biscuit equivalent to the fucking what was it, the Anthony Head coffee ads from the early nineties and the, and the BT ads. So, now. No, but someone's mm. missing a trick. If they're doing an advert, like a series of adverts, like yeah. fucking go compare or anything like that, yeah. one with a consistent narrative to it. Yeah. If it's not implying a very, very deep subtextual something, yeah. if Nerdist can't go through your adverts and go, what the uh, ten reasons that the 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 backgrounds on this scene of the Wheat Biz Husk advert <laughs> could imply a larger have a larger implication <laughs> for the for the for the ethical planetary. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, if, if, I think more marketing, uh, more marketing executives need to put hidden messages in their ads. I mean, you've got to pay three more writers and yeah. no more producers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if this podcast ever like really explodes and, and like you get loads of fans and they're all mm. going through the early episodes, yeah, they're gonna have a fucking. There's gonna be a wiki. <laughs> oh my goodness! Can you imagine if there was a wiki? Yeah. This would be. I think that might be the most complicated wiki. <laughs> <laughs> More complicated than TV tropes. Yeah, um, like TV tropes is is Brenda would have a disambiguation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like... it would. Is it the Brenda that died, or is it the Brenda who's <laughs> new, <a> ghost? <laughs> new so, Brenda? Is it, is it was it the house Brenda or the one who who, yeah. who, who was like <laughs> the one that we had a funeral for? Yeah, yeah, yeah we had a funeral for. We had a funeral. Well, actually, uh, I think you'll find that there was a convergence of the timelines when Brenda was uh... <laughs> <laughs> the, the Scrambles family tree. Yeah. <laughs> It was really weird when they brought back Brenda Classic. <laughs> <laughs> they rebooted Brenda. It's a proper retcon. I don't know, you know, I feel like the writing just went downhill after Brenda Classic. <laughs> and when they and when we couldn't tell whether the serial dragon had awoken or had died. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's going on with Aberdeen? It's floating south. What, south is just more of Scotland. It, it has to go east a little bit or west a little bit before it can go it just, south. It just kept on floating south for a good few years. Yeah, like, where did it end up? Yeah. France, Belgium, the Netherlands. Antarctica. And what happened to little Jimmy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because oh, my God. There's a new king in Scotland, but we don't actually know if it's a new character. And then, <laughs> and then, and then there's, like... Uh, Jimmy Scramble's theories page. <laughs> <laughs> Some theories say that when the serial dragon that Jimmy that Jimmy used the power of the serial dragon to crown himself as the new king yeah. of Scotland. Some say he, he <laughs> snuck back south from Aberdeen. 
was is Jimmy Scrambles related to the Jimmy Scrambles mentioned in the Jenny Nicholson video? <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Is he secretly a Star Wars character? <laughs> <laughs> How does it hook into the rest of Life's a Fit? How, how does it hook into Bidlow Querve's backstory? Because <laughs> that's important. Is Bidlow Querve in the Bisqueverse? <laughs> These, Wait, no, Bisqueverse. This, this background art Easter egg object could could suggest that the Bisqueverse is in the is in the Star Wars extended universe. <laughs> if you look at the uh, the art of episode 57, you'll see a tiny husk <laughs> next to Tom Holland's left ear. Oh god. I love wiki bisque husk. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's if if there ever if there wasn't already a reason to try and get this podcast more popular. <laughs> it's it's so that we can see what the wiki looks like. <laughs> Oh yes, yeah. So yeah, we want that wiki to happen. So please share the podcast. Share the podcast <laughs> with, with with your nerdiest, most list-oriented friends. <laughs> oh, there'll be people like debating the canos- canonosity as like <laughs> as you get more fans and they start adding bisque stuff. There'll be debates <laughs> about like which which bisque names are canon, which yeah, are not canon. Where it cut, where it, where, where, where what it is essentially canon cuts off. Yeah. 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 <laughs> which are just, just fan biscusks. <laughs> I reckon uh, if, if if I had to guess, it'll be when we split the uh, name readings in half. Yeah. So <laughs> when we have enough fans yeah. that we have to split the name readings, because on the Patreon it only says we'll read yeah. your name once a month. You yeah. are so we, keen to remind. But we do it every week. Yeah. Um, and like that that means basically that we can read like a half or a quarter of the names if if mm. need be. Deliberately designed it that way to scale well. Yeah. Um, the thing is that, like, when we split that, that'll be when the canon ends. Yeah. Mm. That's my opinion. Yeah. Well, that's just your opinion. My opinion is that they're all canon, and anyone who makes a bisque name, it's canon automatically. <laughs> <laughs> it's an adaptive fan canon. No matter how convoluted it. Yeah, we're going full matter. George Lucas on this. We'll say yeah. yes to every single piece of fan fiction yeah. you write. Legends, it all happens. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> okay. That episode they got printed twice. Those events happened twice in the universe. <laughs> uh, what's next? For, for months on end, it just keeps repeating itself. <laughs> Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Life's of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. And um, also, uh, if you like the thing I've done to Tom, when you find out what it is, then uh, get in touch. Give me your address. <laughs> I'll do it to you too. <laughs> I've uh, I've got it down to a fine science. Without without spoiling what it is, what I've learned is that I'm pretty sure there's a company outsourced to do this because about fifty percent of the forms are exactly the same form. Ah, so uh, interesting. I think I've got it down to a fine science now. And if you you want all the material. <laughs> that, I, uh, that I had sent to Tom, then uh, yeah, hit me up 
I'll, uh, I'll hook you up. Okay. I think we might be cutting that bit out for the deleted scenes. <laughs> <laughs>